This is Trek FM. Hailing frequencies open, this is your Trek FM Hyper Channel for Wednesday, May 21st, 2014. I'm Christopher Jones, and we have three stories for you today. Star Trek Replicator could arrive in 12 months. Jolan True, new Romulus weekend is coming. And Renee Abergenoy joins the cast of Masters of Sex. First up, we all want Star Trek technology in our lives, and not just iPads. Replicators are near the top of the list for many, and if scientists at Imperial College London have their way, we could all be sipping Ractagino by next summer, in which case, we sure hope it's iced. Using a theory first proposed in 1934, scientists have figured out how to turn light into matter. All you need is a bit of gold and a photon photon collider. Easy, right? Well, this is from an article by Luke Edwards on pocketlint.com, and it's based on an article in Nature. And as Luke writes in his article, the dream of turning useless into valuable has been alive since Midas touched items to turn them to gold. Now scientists have apparently cracked how to turn light into matter, just like Star Trek's replicator. Now the headline is really exciting, but are we really going to have replicators in 12 months? Yeah, probably not. It's tied in a little bit into a related article about 3D printing, which is almost like a replicator technology as well, and we talked about that on here just the other day. And you also hear other stories about Star Trek technologies that give you hope that they might be in our future. Transporters, for example. Scientists have figured out how to transport the properties of a particle over a pretty wide distance these days by using quantum entanglement properties. We've also seen them uh, here in Tokyo, actually. We've had a demonstration of a cloak, which it's almost more like a Harry Potter cloak because it's something that you would wear. But you can see this uh, transferred over to larger objects to create a Star Trek-like cloaking field. And and it actually works. <laughs> you can actually have someone stand in a park. I've actually seen this uh, video of it anyway here in Tokyo. Standing in a park on a chair with this cloak on, and you can see right through the person. So a lot of Star Trek technologies probably are in our future, and replicators certainly seem like one of the most probable This particular story is based on a theory which, as I said, dates back to 1934 when Gregory Bright and John Wheeler first proposed the idea of smashing two photons together to create an electron and positron, which we can call matter. And physicists at Imperial College London have figured out how to do this. And here's how it works in simple terms. You take a high-intensity laser, and you use that to speed electrons to near the speed of light. Once you do that, these electrons are fired at a slab of gold. The slab of gold then beams the photons with a billion times more energy than light speed. Now, the next thing you need to do is to create another source, and you do that by using a high-energy laser, and that is fired at a gold canister. This creates a thermal radiation the equivalent to the light that is emitted by stars. And then these two forms that you've created, they come together, they collide, and they create around 100,000 electron-positron pairs. And voila! 
Uractigeno is ready. Sounds simple, right? I guess it's a good thing that in the future, according to Star Trek, gold is pretty much worthless. That's why they use it to encase what's of real value, latinum. But, you know, here on Earth right now, gold is not worthless. It's kind of expensive. So I don't think we're going to be seeing any replicators at the local electronics store anytime soon. But it is exciting that they are figuring out how to make these things work. And who knows, 200 years from now, 400 years from now, replicators may be as commonplace for us as they are aboard the Enterprise. Well, tell us what you think. Do you think we'll see actual replicators within your lifetime? Do you think we'll see them at any point in the future? And if you had one, what is the first thing you'd replicate? Let us know. Hit us up in social media. We're on Twitter at TrekFM. You'll find us on Facebook and Google Plus as well. Just look up TrekFM. And if you want to find out even more about this, go over to PocketLint.com and read the article. We'll put a link to that in the show notes. Now, this month marks the one-year anniversary of Star Trek Online Legacy of Romulus. It's really hard for me to believe because I feel like it was just yesterday here on the network that we were reporting on Legacy of Romulus, but it has been an entire year. And to mark the occasion, STO will be running an in-game event from May 22nd to May 27th. Players will enjoy some permanent bonuses as a result of the milestone, and some other special gifts will be available only between May 22nd and the 27th. However, remember what Dr. McCoy said Beware Romulans bearing gifts. But don't worry, I promise what Perfect World has in store for you will be wonderful. No tricks up their sleeves. Before we tell you what the rewards are, here's a little bit of a background for those of you who don't know what legacy of Romulus is. The Romulan Republic has firmly established itself in the Tau Dua sector block by fighting off enemy factions including the Alaki and Tal Shiar laid claim to an Iconian space gate, maintained a fragile alliance while running the Solanai-Dyson Sphere Joint Command, and helped to establish a ceasefire between the Federation and Klingon Empire in the middle of repelling an Undine invasion. Now, the Undine, if you don't know from Star Trek Online, they are the species that we call Species 8472 on Voyager the guys who came out from fluidic space and almost defeated the Borg. So a lot's been happening with the Romulan Empire, which has split into two factions in the game and, of course, in the novels as well. And there's also New Romulus, because, of course, Romulus was destroyed in the events that led up to the J.J. Abrams Star Trek 2009 movie, which is why Nero came through in the first place. Now, to celebrate the milestone, the Ten and the rest of the Romulan Republic are inviting all captains to come to New Romulus to memorialize those whose hard work led to these great accomplishments. Here's what you'll get if you take part in this event. All mission rewards on New Romulus have had their Romulan Mark rewards doubled permanently. The Romulan Rock Analyst will now reward 30 Romulan Marks for turning in 10 Resonating Rocks. The Romulan plant analyst will now reward 30 Romulan marks for 10 growing plants. And also during New Romulus weekend, all Romulan mark rewards on New Romulus will be doubled again. So that's that special bonus that you get just during 
the promotion from the 22nd to the 27th. Now, these missions will also give out a Tal Shiar lockbox that comes with a chance to win a Tal Shiar adapted battlecruiser in addition to its normal rewards and Romulan Mark rewards throughout the rest of the game, including the PvE queues, will be rewarding 150% of their normal rewards. During this event, both the Legacy of Romulus Legacy Pack and the Legacy of Romulus Starter Pack will be on sale, and you can get those at the pre-Legacy of Romulus release rates of 12,500 zen for the full pack and 2,000 zen for the starter pack. So there's a lot going on there. If you're in STO, if you enjoy uh, playing the missions and you want to drop by new Romulus and help celebrate, there's some great bonuses in it for you. And tell us, what do you think about the legacy of Romulus if you play this? And will you be jumping in for the special celebration? And if you're not playing STO yet, what's holding you back? It's free. I'm curious to know for those who don't play, especially those who are gamers who don't play why you're not in the game yet. Uh, For me, it's two things. I don't play because I'm producing all this content for you guys here on the network and I really don't have time to play games these days with my family and with my business and with the network. The other thing is I'm in Japan and we're not allowed to play because we used to play and I actually have a ship in the game, but after Perfect World took over STO, Japan and pretty much all of Asia became what Perfect World calls a banned region. And we actually can't play. We're not allowed. I don't know why. But those are my reasons. So I'm curious if you're a gamer and you don't play, why you're not in there yet. I wish STO had been around like 10 years ago. It's the kind of game I always wanted. And when I had time to play, I would have been in there day and night. You would never have pulled me away from my starship. Well, if you want to find out all the details about this story, go over to the Star Trek Online Dev blog, and you'll see the story there, and we'll put a link in the show notes to that article. Now, we have one more thing for you today, a quick casting note for fans of Deep Space Nine. Rene Abergenoy, who brought a bucket of goo to life in the role of Odo, and who has since delighted viewers in shows such as Boston Legal, Archer, and Warehouse 13, will be joining the cast of Showtime's Masters of Sex, a drama about the pioneers of the science of human sexuality, whose research touched off the sexual revolution. Now, I have not seen this show personally, but it seems to have had a very successful first season. They ran 12 one-hour episodes that wrapped in December of 2013, and the show was nominated for Best Drama in the 2014 Golden Globe Awards. Masters of Sex will be returning for its second season on July 13th, and as Variety reports, Rene Abergenoy will be joining the cast. So if you're a fan of the show and you're a fan of Star Trek, you have that to look forward to. And if you're just a fan of Rene and you've never seen Masters of Sex, well, here's a reason to go watch it. He's always great in everything I see him in, whether it's television or stage, and I might have to tune in myself just to see his performance. We'll put a link to the article on Variety for you if you'd like to find out more. And uh, they they do a really good job, of course. It's Variety. They do a good job of keeping you up to date on what's happening with all the shows in Hollywood. 
Now, I have a network update for you to close out. It's Wednesday, which is normally the day that the Ready Room drops. But this week, we're taking a break from our big panel discussion show. If you've yet to hear last week's episode, however, give us a listen. I'm joined by renowned Star Trek historian, Dr. Trek himself, Larry Nemechek, along with Alec Peters of Star Trek Axanar and Tommy Kraft of Star Trek Horizon. Larry co-hosts the entire show with me, which he does on occasion, including news. And then Alec and Tommy join us as we discuss the Romulan War and Romulans in general. You'll find this episode, The Ready Room 141, in your feeds if you subscribe to the individual feed for The Ready Room or the Trek FM Complete Master feed. And you can also catch it through your favorite podcast source, including iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spreaker, Swell, Blackberry, or more. And you can also stream or grab the RSS link from our website and drop that into your favorite podcatcher. You'll also find a new Captain's Log in your feeds today. Written by Jesse Merkel, the new log, called Adjusted for Inflation, Meet the Best Trek Ever, looks at how Star Trek compares to other long-running science fiction franchises, and how each Star Trek series has compared to one another in terms of fan ratings. And these are actual numbers from sources like IMDb. And it's interesting to see how the different series compared, and even where the J.J. Abrams films come in, compared to the TNG films, which is something else that Jesse covers in the article. And you'll find this in your feeds as well, in the master feed, of course. And also, if you subscribe to the Captain's Log show feed, you'll find it right there, along with lots of other past articles, which are narrated for you in audio form. So you can enjoy them when you're on your commute, at work, on your run, at the gym, whatever you're doing. Well, that's our look at news for today. If you're streaming the show from our site, you can have it delivered directly to your device of choice by subscribing to the Hyper Channel show feed or to the Trek of Film Complete Master Feed, which contains every episode of every show and some special audio content as well that you can only get there. We'd love to chat with you about these stories as well and anything you want to talk about in the world of Star Trek. Find us on Twitter under username TrekFM, on Facebook at facebook.com slash TrekFM, on Google+, search communities for Trek.fm, and you'll find our community there. And we have traditional forums on our website at trek.fm slash forums. And if you'd like to find me and chat with me about Star Trek, you'll find me on Twitter. My username is C Brian Jones. That's the letter C and Brian with a Y. If you give me a follow, give me a shout. Say hello. I love chatting on Twitter and I'd love to talk to you about Star Trek. Well, thanks again for listening, everyone. I'll be back tomorrow with some more stories. And until then, go watch some Trek. Trek.